Hello and greetings, friends. It is the weekend of Sunday, June the 4th, and I hope that this finds you and yours doing well. The sermon this Sunday for this weekend of June the 4th is actually going to be the sermon that I was going to preach last week. Um, Last week, the 28th of May, was Pentecost Sunday. It also was Memorial Day weekend. We honored our high school graduates. Um, And very fitting with Pentecost Sunday, as we were talking about the Holy Spirit, we had a moment, um, a Holy Spirit moment for sure, when a young man in our congregation felt very led to say something, and and it was very, very powerful, very, very good, very appropriate. And because of that, I just decided, because of time, not to preach the sermon. So uh, you can go back and listen to... Um, last week's sermon again, but I do want to spend just a few moments in talking about Pentecost. Um, I had not planned on a specific sermon for Pentecost, but rather we were just continuing in our series of James, which we, of course, will uh, continue with. But here, if you will, from the Gospel from Acts chapter 2, uh, I'm going to read verses 1 through 21. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem, and at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered, each because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Perinthians, Medes, Elimites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt, and parts of Libya belonging to the Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs in our own language, we hear them speaking about God deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it's only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I shall And I will show portents in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So again, last Sunday, Christians across the world celebrated Pentecost. And in fact, not all Christians recognized this holiday, this holy day. But it is generally honored in liturgical churches, Roman Catholic, Anglican, Lutheran, Eastern Orthodox, etc., in Pentecostal and Charismatic churches, and in many other Protestant churches, mainline churches as well. 
Pentecost is not as well-known or as popular, if you will, as Christmas and Easter, though it commemorates this watershed event in Christian history. In many ways, Pentecost is the birthday of the church. For Christians, for believers, Pentecost is a holiday in which we commemorate the coming of the Holy Spirit on the early followers of Jesus. Before the events of the first Pentecost, which came a few weeks after Jesus' death and resurrection, there were followers of Jesus, but no movement that could be meaningfully meaningfully called the quote-unquote church. So from a historical point of view, Pentecost is the day on which the church was started. It's also true from a spiritual perspective, since the Holy Spirit brings the church into existence and gives it life. So Pentecost is the church's birthday. But Christians did not invent the phrase 50th day. Rather, they borrowed it from Greek-speaking Jews who used the phrase to refer to a Jewish holiday. This holiday was known as the Festival of Weeks, or more simply Weeks, Shavat in, in Hebrew. The name comes from an expression in Leviticus 23.16, which instructs people to count seven weeks, or 50 days, from the end of Passover to the beginning of the next holiday. Shavat was the second great feast in Israel's yearly cycle of holy days. It was originally a harvest festival, but in time it turned into a day to commemorate the giving of the law at Mount Sinai. And this day became especially significant for Christians because seven weeks after the resurrection of Jesus, during the Jewish celebration of Shavuot or Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was poured out on his first followers empowering them for their mission as it empowers us for our mission of gathering us together as a church so that we can gather to scatter. So may God add blessing to the reading of his word. We're grateful for his Holy Spirit and the outpouring thereof. Amen. God bless and have a great week.